Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Amen. Like I was saying, it's time for us to rejoice in the house with some of our brethren who have testimonies to share. Amen. This morning, we have one testimony in the house. Amen. And I want to encourage you that if you're here and you have a testimony, do not sit on your testimony. When you come and share your testimony, you actually overcome the devil in your life. And the testimony is made whole and complete. Amen. So if I were you, I'll reach out with my testimony. Amen. Church, help me welcome Auntie Philo to bring us her testimony this morning. Give her a microphone. Hallelujah. She's so excited. Amen. Auntie Philo, please introduce yourself to her. Hi, Auntie Philo. Hey, listen. I thank God. Hello. I thank God for how far he has brought me. Yeah, I'm very teary because you know that I'm a policewoman. Yeah. And in the in the service, I have been promoted, but this promotion. It's not the normal one. It's not the normal promotion. Yeah. So that makes it a testimony. Amen. Please tell us more about this. So in the service, your normal promotions come four years. Okay. And I was a sergeant. I'm not a sergeant. <laughs> I was a sergeant. And I've been in that rank for three years. So I was expecting my inspector next year. And the miraculous thing is hmm, now in the service you don't get promotion on a silver platter. Okay. Think that yeah. You you go to school and even get a PhD. They will give you a steady leave and still you are not promoted. Man. Some people are in the service who have learned. They have really learned. For God knows how long. They have not been promoted. I have been in the service this August, then I'll be 15 years. I've not seen any IG coming. That he will go and plead on our behalf with those who have acquired certificates like degrees, the first one, second one, or third one, whatever. Doctrine. Mm-hmm. So this outgoing IG have really worked on it for us. And my issue, it was just last year that I completed 
KNUSC and I had my first degree. Some of us, like somebody like me, where I'm coming from, like my background is is. So I entered into the service with uh, secondary school, like SSS. Then I said, this is how far my mom was able to take me, so I have to also continue. So Takrade, I was in Takrade, and then I completed Takrade polling in 2012. So in 2012, I said, oh, I've been there for some, some time. So I, God bless you. Let's put your hands together and encourage her as she says it. Please pardon me for the time. No, oh, thank you. Feel free. We like emotions with the testimony. So I completed 2012. That's Takradi polling. Then I went to Takradi 206 when I passed out from Akradepo. So. I said, oh, I've been there for some time, so I don't want to continue the school again. I want to come on transfer. And it took four years for me to get the transfer to Kumasi. Getting the transfer to hasn't been easy in the service. Not even Ghana police service alone, but government sectors. Yeah. So I came here 2017. Then immediately I came, that, that last, uh, the following year, 2018, I decided to continue. I told mommy that mommy, I want to continue my education. She said, That's good. Go on. Like she encouraged me. She really did encourage me. Yeah, God I think bless. it's a good to put your hands together. You made a very good point to put your hands together. So, what makes my promotion a miracle is that many people have completed universities. For 10 years, for 20 years, they have not been promoted. I completed a degree just last year. And an IGP came. And he said, I'm going to plead on all those who have degrees. And I'm also part. It's a good point to stand and glorify God for such an amazing miracle. So I'm here this morning to encourage all of us to be steadfast in the Lord. Let's be under God's feet. The children especially. Some of us, we are 30, 30 plus. The children that are coming, please be steadfast. I've been going to church with my mom, going for all night, sleeping in church, doing all sorts of stuff. Even if, whilst I'm in a police, I'm a police officer, I still find time to be in the house of God. People are even wondering, Auntie Flo, are you really a police officer? I said, yes. But when I was coming into the service, I prayed to God that God, this is where you find me. I found myself. 
the work is very tedious and stressful but please help me to be where I can still serve you because there are people in the service who want to serve God but they can't you go to work 24-7 and when I passed out 206 August so now my first station was Takrade as a headquarters regional headquarters second D I've been in Takrade for 10 years and God helped me to be in the office when I went there I didn't know anyone like when you go somewhere oh, somebody will call say oh where they bow it's about you and I heard nothing like that the regional commander told the staff officer those who know the service small you, you understand what I'm saying yeah. Rev Rev said you are here so the, he told the staff officer that's the another miracle over there okay. that I want a, a, those who will be in my office that the secretaries that will be in my office I don't want any ugly face those who have come those who have come the constables that are in I don't want any ugly face in my office so the staff officer also came. We were 20 ladies. Then the men were like five or ten. Then the men manipulated the women out. So the ladies. <laughs> then he points. So the two ladies that the staff officer pointed, myself and another lady. She, the father was a superintendent. So the father has already spoken with the original commander. Yeah. He said, oh, me buy ba. Forgive me for this time. For please forgive me for taking the time. Auntie Pilo, feel free. Oh, I thought you would put your hands together. It's all part of the service. So this morning, if I'm here and I'm dancing, people will see those close to me. You always see me say, Oh, I'm smiling. Auntie Philo is that kind of. But today is extraordinary. You, people will not understand. Mami had an Just because they have been promoted Hallelujah. to my next rank. Hallelujah. That's Inspector. So now you are talking to PW Inspector of Come Police. On, glorify God. Inspector Put your Police. hands together. Give her a salute. Give her a And the prayers that Bishop has been praying for us when we are taking the communion, he said, We are not going to hear bad news. Hallelujah. I, I always underline the point so you are going to hear congratulations. Amen. Oh my goodness. All my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so So With every
bless you, Bishop Dad. We bless you, Bishop Dad. We thank you, Mommy. God bless you. God bless you, Mommy. God bless you. God bless you. And there is Another congratulations too on the way coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like that one. We like that one. Church, why don't you glorify God? clap is too weak. Your hand clap is too weak. Put your hands together. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? I want to tell you that you are at the right place at the right time. Oh, tell your neighbor, you are at the right place at the right time. Because our lives are about to be transformed. Hallelujah. We are about to be blessed. We are about to be changed. Some of us, our destinies are about to be changed today. Hallelujah. You were going somewhere, but from today, your life is going to take another road because the Lord is about to touch your life. Our pastor that the Lord has given to us is an anointed servant of the Lord. And she's about to speak the word of God to us. And our lives are going to be transformed. I want you to put your hands together. Let us welcome our pastor, E.S. Joy. Put your hands together for E.S. Joy. Put your hands together for him.
your hands together this morning if the goodness of God is running after you or if you want to experience the good of goodness of God running after you put your hands together for him this morning he has been faithful to us he has been good to us he has watched over us he has delivered us he has helped us he continues to help us my goodness my goodness my goodness come on hallelujah father we are so grateful we're grateful we celebrate your goodness towards us thank you thank you that even when the enemy thought he had won he lost thank you that even the when when the floods came they couldn't carry us away thank you that even when midnight came you walked by us and because of that we are still alive and we are still awake and we can still give you praise we thank you so much in the mighty name of jesus and all the saints shall say amen and amen hallelujah what a morning i want you to take up your bible before we start and let's just make our confession and i want you to believe this confession this morning and you want to say this is my bible say it with confidence this is my bible i am what it says i am i have what it says i have i can do what it says i can do today i'll be taught the word of god i'll never be the same never 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 i'll never be the same in jesus name put your hands together take your seat hallelujah amen and amen what a morning and what a service i said what a morning and what a service hallelujah auntie philo god bless you i think from today we will not call her auntie philo she is auntie inspector auntie inspector philo may the lord bless you and may you continue to be in his house i don't know many policemen in the house of god but i will celebrate the one that i know amen put your hands together and we thank god hallelujah and you too i see your promotion coming as they have been sitting on a promotion god is about to fire somebody's mom and they'll release your promotion for you in jesus name amen and amen hallelujah we just want to thank god so much well maybe you didn't know as you were coming for service but today we also have a wedding amen and we'll have the wedding we'll just at the end of the service somebody too it is their breakthrough hallelujah amen clifford and lydia have been members of the bombsu town center dtc for many years and it's a pleasure that to see them today that the lord himself is joining them together it is only because our god is faithful and i want to turn to your neighbor and say neighbor i see your day coming oh you see when it is not happening for you then you do like you don't like <laughs> but the truth is that you like it's just that it's not happening so turn to your neighbor and say i see your day coming i see your day coming hallelujah and there are more miracles on the way amen i said there are more miracles catch your miracle also today in jesus name amen now before we you know the couple we gave them a certain time so they'll be here soon but I just want to continue. It's our service also. Yeah, it's our service. Ah, is that BTC people? Hey, Charlie, I'm happy to see you. You are very welcome to the Fountain of Life Cathedral. Amen. Well, in this church for the past three weeks, we have been discussing hell. Hey, sh hell. I hope by now some small nyansa has come to your mind so you decide that you won't go to hell. Tell your neighbor, there's one place I will not go. 
Many places I don't know about, but one place I will not go, and that's hell. Amen. And that's hell. Never volunteer. Hey. Never volunteer. And so today I'm just wrapping up this whole um, series that we have preached on hell. Are you there? It's time to wrap it up. There are people who think that hell doesn't exist, and they are about to have a very great shock. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7. Please don't worry about my voice. It is not as bad. It just sounds bad, but it's okay. (laughs) Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 7. Let's go to verse 13. Matthew 7. I thought that I used to lose my voice only in the north where the Hamatan is coming. Uh Then I went somewhere. The cold was like a bridge. Meanwhile, it was inside Ghana. I said, is it possible? Hey. Matthew chapter 7, I'm going to read it first in the King James Version because that's my favorite version. And after that, I'll read it in normal English for you. Is that okay? Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in there at verse 14. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. So this scripture is talking about the narrow way which goes to heaven and the broad way which goes to hell. But let's look at it in the New Living Translation so that you will see it in English that we can easily understand. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad. Are you there? So the road to heaven, the gate is small. You cannot carry your extra girlfriend through it. You cannot carry your various habits with you. You come to church, but you are a liar. You cannot have all your lies on your back and enter this narrow gate. Hey. <laughs> Reverend said, I'm not seeing you. You are back, you see. Yo, I've heard it. It's nice to see you. Are you there? You cannot carry many things through the narrow gate. But as for hell, dear. The road is broad. Anything goes. You can do anything. And this generation of Christians, you believe that you can do whatever you want, then wipe your mouth and say, I'm not eating. I'm going to heaven. But the Bible does not change. It has not changed since it was written. And God has no intention of changing. And he's saying that if it is heaven you want to go, the road is narrow. The road is narrow. There's only one way to go. You can only enter God's kingdom. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. After all the things we have said about hell and after all the drama that the homestars have helped us to do, it's a wonder to me, but the Bible says people choose. Whether you go to heaven or to hell, it's not according to where you were born. It's not according to what you have. It's not according to your family because some of you, your faith is in your family name. You know, my name is, um, I almost used a certain name. We're an old political family and everybody knows us. It's not going to help you. Your queen's English and your king's French is not going to help you. Hey. And it says, many are they who choose that way. Verse 14. Verse 14. Help me now, people. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. Ask your neighbor, are you among the few? 
And that is why this morning I want to talk to you about that narrow way and how to enter it. Uh-huh. Because if we leave it to ourselves, we can't enter. Tell neighbor, I know you are very clever, but it's not cleverness we are going to use. And tell the neighbor on the other side, I know you are richer than me, but it's not wealth that we are going to use. Hey, I'm talking to some people this morning. As I'm talking to some people this morning. Amen. Yeah. There's only one thing. That's why it's a narrow way, because there's only one. Hell, many ways to enter. You can enter by the door of unbelief. You can enter by the door of drinking. You can enter by the door of porno. You can enter by the door. Of, you can enter by any door. Plenty line. You can enter. Any way that you like, you can enter. But heaven, if it's heaven that you want to go, he says the road is narrow. The gate is narrow. The way in. He says few find it. In other words, you have to search for it even to see it. And this morning, I'm helping your search by showing you the one way. That is up to you whether you do or not. And to help me, I've got to take a little picture from the Old Testament. One of the things about the Old Testament is that it helps us to understand the New Testament. The Old Testament is a picture of the new. And many things that are put in one line, abbreviation, in the New Testament, if you know where to find it in the Old Testament, you begin to see the whole story. So in the Old Testament, the children of Israel came out of Egypt, and God told Moses that now I'm coming to stay among you. I'm coming to live with you. So for me to live with you, build a tabernacle and build it according to how I ask you to build it. And by showing Moses the tabernacle of how he wanted to dwell with us, he gave us a picture of what it means to try to come close to God. So he said, take a place. And Jazz, he gave, told him what to use to fence it off. And that place should have three rooms. The first is the largest room. It's called the outer court. To the outer court, anybody can come. But when you are coming, you bring your sacrifice to the outer court. A goat. And he even told them what you can bring. You can bring a cow. If you don't have so much, you can bring a sheep. You don't have so much, you can bring a bed. But you must bring something. When you bring it, you'll be met there by some priests. And the priests will take it and they'll cut the neck of the animal and they'll shed the blood, allow the blood to pour on the altar. And as it pours, the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness or there's no remission of sin. So the payment for sin is blood. Are you there or you have traveled? Uh But when you come this year, the blood of the goat, you see, it expires. So next year, you have to come again because the one you poured last year, it has expired. So you have to find another sheep, another goat, another dove, another cow and you come with it and when you pour the blood you are forgiven that's the first part of the presence of God with his people then the in there's another room the holy place the holy place was where the priests of God would go because you see we call this a service this is our service to God we come we talk to him we sing to him and he talks to us and that's our service but in the Old Testament only the priests could come so you could already see there is a difference it means that in the Old Testament only those in the first row will be able to come they are the ones who say they are pairs that one crowd when we go inside and we start to filter the lay from the full time it becomes another something trouble has come tell me about trouble has come so only the priest could go into the second room. But there was a third room. And in that third room, 
God said, take the Ark of the Covenant and put it there. And on top of it, put a seat. And call that seat the mercy seat. Say, it is the place that I will come. I will sit on that seat and I will have mercy on you if you are able to come there. However, you cannot come. Only one person can come. And when he's coming, he can only come once a year. That one person was called the high priest. But remember that the high priest was a human being. So when he's coming, he has come from outer court. He has walked into the holy place. He now wants to go into the most holy place. He had better remember that he himself is a man. So as he's coming, he talks to God, you yourself, you are sinful. So bring the blood for yourself. If God receives it, then you can now talk to God about the sins of the people. Once a year. Once a year. Are you there? Once a year. That's where John the Baptist's father had gone when God met him. Because if you remember, the story says he had gone in there and God came to speak to him and then he was speechless. He didn't have any voice again and they didn't know how to... When you go inside there, ordinary people cannot go there. Ordinary priests cannot go there. So if you go and when you are bringing your blood, because it's that you the priest, you are a very bad man and he strikes you dead there. Asemaba, how to enter to remove him? Even our inspector auntie cannot enter. Hey, you can be a priest with a collar up to here. You can't enter. How to even bring the person out? So what they used to do is that when you are going in, you have a chain tied to your waist. <laughs> Should in case, when you go, God refuses your sin offering, and decide, when He refuses, it means you are dead. How to remove your body from there? So it will not smell. They will pull the chain and pull you out. Once a year. Imagine your sins could only be forgiven once a year. You know, I've been wondering to myself, so what happens if you die in between one? <laughs> you know, so you, maybe you, you gave the uh, sacrifice in October, so you are waiting for the next October, and then you die in June. I don't know whether you are forgiven or I don't know. But you see, you were dealing with a blood that does not, that, that expires. I'm talking to some people in the house. You see, I'm preaching for a very short time, so don't do your things. Those of you who normally go on Facebook, I pray that the Holy Spirit will slap you where you are sitting today, so that for these few minutes you concentrate. Those of you who chat with your friend, listen, if your friend is talking to you when such a message is coming, your friend is the embodiment of Satan, saying that you are an agent, and I've seen you today. Oh yeah, there are some people who work for the devil. Don't worry, they are in church. Ah, you didn't read the book, Job. Job chapter 1, they said God called his children for meetings, Satan also came. Ha, God is calling here, has come, how much more here? <laughs> or you have not noticed that when you sit by that particular friend, you hear nothing for the whole service. Who do you think they are working for? Pastor, you are insulting me. Have I called your name? <laughs> are you here? Now, in between the outer court and the holy place, there was a curtain. And in between the holy place and the holy of holies, there was another curtain because it's like you cannot come here by mistake. If you come there, you will die. And every year, they were sacrificing blood. And God himself, the Bible says that he looked at us 
He had pity for us. He said, these people, if they try, I don't know. One day, there will be 8 billion of them on the land. And how they will even get enough sheep and goats to be slaughtering crampo, we don't know. So, who will go for us? And Jesus said, send me. And Jesus came down on this earth. And he went through 30 years of his life. And for the last 3 years, he now began to do his work and tell us who he was. And then he shared with his people that I'm going to have to die to go so that as I have died, no, something will happen. The Bible says Jesus walked on this earth without sin. So that was the first thing. So his blood was not corrupted. You and I, our blood is corrupted by our sinfulness. You see, you should, you don't joke with blood. Oh. There are some of you young people, you say, oh, this is my best friend. We want to make a covenant. You cut, cut yourself. Let us mix blood. You have done a very dangerous thing. That it looks like just any liquid, but I tell you, blood is not just any liquid. Blood is not just any liquid. Sometimes a human being is lying down and the person is dying, and they say the person has no blood, and they'll go and look for somebody whose blood matches that person. And when they pour that blood in, the person will live. It should tell you that the scripture that says that in the, the life of the flesh is in the blood, it is true. It's not water they'll give, it's blood. It's blood. So even our human blood means something. But you see, much as I love you, I cannot just donate my blood because I don't know whether your blood group is the same as mine. Because sometimes the blood groups don't match. At other times, they'll say that, oh, a woman who's menstruating, because you menstruate, you lose so much blood. So we don't need to take more blood from you. There are so many things that will prevent us from giving our blood. Your own child can be lying down there. They need blood and you cannot donate it. There are some of us, when they look at your blood, they say, that, look, you have too many issues in your blood. We cannot take your blood and donate it. But somebody came, his name was Jesus Christ. His blood didn't have any problems. His blood didn't, was not complicated by sin. His blood was not contaminated. His blood does not expire. And when he came, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 7 sorry chapter 27 that he gave his life that's why he allowed himself to be crucified Satan thought that I've got my enemy and I'm beating him his blood will flow he did not know that was the plan that the plan was that when they put the crown on his head he would bleed that the plan was that when they put the nail in his right hand he would bleed that the plan was that when they put the blood in his left hand he would bleed they did not know that the plan was that when they crossed his legs together and put their nail in it, he would bleed. They did not know that was God's way of replacing the cow and replacing the goat and replacing the turtle dove and replacing you and me that the blood would flow. And to make sure that every drop of blood came down. When it was time for him to die, the soldier said, let me see whether this one is dead. And he put the spear in his side to just see whether there was anything else. And the last bit of blood came down. But I came to tell you something. That in Matthew chapter 27, when you go to verse 50, the Bible says that Jesus now gave up the ghost. He died. And in verse 51 it says, as soon as he gave 
up his, the ghost. That curtain that was between the holy place and the most holy place, it tore from the top to the bottom. And God was saying, the price has been paid. And so from now, any human being, you can start from outside. You don't need a cow. You don't need a goat. You don't need anything. And you can walk the outer place, the holy place, the holy of holies, and come right up to the mercy seat yourself and talk to him. And that is why today you can plead your own case before the Most High. I can plead my own case before the Most High. And it doesn't depend on anything that you have. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Leave us in the, in the New Living Translation today. Verse 17. Verse 17. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. I don't know what you have done or that you have come to church today. But I know that I have a good word for you. That's why the Bible calls it the good news. That no matter what you have done before, no matter what you have done now, no matter what you are doing in the time to come, he says, I won't remember it. I won't remember it. You see, the reason why you are not clapping is that you don't know how sinful you are. Many of us, we think we are righteous, oh. We think that we are holy. Really? Some of you, your quietness makes us think you are holy. If only we could see what was going on in your head. When Atifili was giving her testimony, looking at him, hmm. yeah, why, 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 so what? God heard you. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I will never. No, it's true. Because you think you are righteous. Think you are righteous. There are some of you, when you were aware of how sinful you were, when you come to church and the praise and worship is going, you will even cry because you realize that God has forgiven you. But today, the reason why you are so stiff during the praise and worship is that you think that you have ended. I'm okay, I'm holy, I'm righteous, I'm all right. I don't need anything, I don't need anybody. Eh, let those sinners, let them be the ones dancing over there. But me, dear Charlie, I'm now prim I'm now, I'm now perfect. Oh, really? Really? Uh, please, please check if the bridal couple are here. Why? Verse 18. <laughs> Verse 18. Oh, who is that? And when sins have been forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. That's why when you were coming, we didn't ask that we bring a cow. Ask your neighbor. So if we had had to bring a cow this morning, could we have brought it? As you were coming, your one gunner sitting in your pocket, what would you have bought with it to bring? Even in Kosia these days, you cannot buy for one city. You will not even have brought a chicken that's inside an egg. Hey! Verse 19. And so, dear sis, brothers and sisters, we can boldly. Hey! Do you understand when I say boldly? Have you ever gone to a place that you can't walk boldly before? Hey! Some of us, we have lived a certain kind of life. And when you are going back, you are thinking, I hope, I hope they don't see me. 
I hope they don't see me. Let me quickly go. Oh, but because of the blood of Jesus. I said, because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus. When you are coming. Yes, they are looking at you. They are accusing you. But the blood has made you clean. And the blood has made you new. And the blood has bought you again. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Says we can boldly enter. Where are we entering? That place that when the high priest goes, you know, he is afraid. That place that when the high priest goes, he needs a chain around his waist. So that if his, his sin, if his offering is not accepted, they'll pull him back. That fearful place, that is where today you and I, because of the blood of Jesus, we can get up and say, I'm going to pray the Lord a visit. I'm going to see God this morning. I'm going to have some time to pray in his presence. Hallelujah. Let me quickly finish verse 20. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. That's why that curtain tore from top to bottom. A new way. It, and you see, you only need to accept it. That's all. Hey, Clifford, it's good to see you. Verse 21. <laughs> And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, here's the rest of the scripture. Let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Oh man. I don't know what brought you to church today. But I thank God for the sacrifice of Jesus. I thank God that he poured his blood so that when I accept his sacrifice, something changes in me. Because of that, I can go boldly. One day I had traveled to the UK and I was standing in the line waiting to collect my visa. And as I stood, there was a young man who had gone in front of me and I could hear the questions that he was being asked. Have you come here before? He said, yes. Then he said, which year? Then he gave the year. What he didn't know was that the man who was questioning him had every, all the data on his computer. And the man said, it's not true. Then he asked him, when you came that time and we gave you three weeks, did you go after the three weeks? I left. The man said, it's not true. You overstayed. <laughs> he asked him, when you came, did you work? He said, no, I didn't work. They said, you worked. We have record of you that you worked here and here and here. Suddenly the guy, he had paid the price for the ticket. He had flown and he had flown all the way. And he had come to the airport, Heathrow Airport. But now he was being denied entry. And all of a sudden, somebody came from the side and said, Young man, follow me. And they picked up his papers and they took him away. And as he was going, I knew to myself that this guy, they're just going to keep him in the next room there. And on the next flight, they'll put him back. It was my turn and I went. And I put my passport down there. And I put the letter from my sister-in-law down. And I said, good morning. I can greet you. And the man looked at my good morning. I said, good morning. Looked at my letter. Looked at my face. Looked at my passport. 
and stamped it. Bang, 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 bang. Entry. Why? Because I had what was needed to enter. One day, you and I will live here. When we leave, we'll present ourselves up there. And when you get there, the Bible told, tells us from the story of Lazarus and the rich man, Father Abraham is there. And as you arrive, is he going to be asking you the question, did you accept the blood of Jesus Christ? Did you give your life to Christ? And you are there giving excuses. Oh, when I was six years old, I started going to church. I've been going to church all my life. I'm a very good person. I even sweep the church. I'm even the one who cleans the church. In fact, I was the soloist. My voice was the nicest. I used to sing. And before you are aware, the Bible says hell has risen up. It has opened its mouth. And before you are aware, they are calling and saying, come this way. Come this way. Come this way. But there is one way to enter into heaven through the blood of Jesus Christ. And if you accept that blood, it was shed for you and shed for me. And when you arrive there, your, your defense is not in yourself. Your passport is not in yourself. But that passport says, bought by the blood of the Lamb. He has paid the price for you and for me. And the door opens. The one door. The narrow gate for you to enter. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Before we go into our wedding ceremony, I want you to consider yourself. Maybe you came here because this is where you worship every Sunday. Or maybe you came because somebody invited you. Or maybe you came because even you are a guest at the wedding. But today, I want you, before we go into the wedding, I want you to think about yourself and to think about your faith. Have you received that sacrifice? Are you still looking for a cow to slaughter for your own sin? Or do you plan to pay for it with your own blood? There is no need. The Bible says Jesus paid it once for all. And that is why we can go boldly into the presence of God. And so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon. You've not given your life to Jesus. I want to give you that opportunity. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, I want to give you the opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. To say that, Lord, I recognize that blood and I accept it. You are here, you want to give, receive the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand and let us pray. Just lift it. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands all over the room. If your hand is uplifted, just come to me. We're going to pray a very quick, short prayer. Just accepting the sacrifice. At the back, your hand is up. Please come. In the middle, just come. Let us settle this one today. Just come. We pray very quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The blood of Jesus, it never expires. It never grows old. It's able to plead your cause for you and give you an entry into heaven. God bless you. Keep coming. Maybe you're outside and you are here and you are saying it's far. It's not too far. Just come. Jesus came all the way from heaven for you. You can also come. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today, some lives are going to be changed. Oh, yes. I also gave my life to Jesus. Before that, I had a certain kind of life. But after I accepted that blood, my life changed for the better. Bow down your head. I want you to say this prayer after me. And if you are standing in the congregation, I want you to join us. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. You're in the congregation, you want to pray this prayer. Please join us and pray it. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me 
in the blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for each one who has prayed this prayer today. May they experience your presence in their lives in a different way. And may they always be grateful for the blood that washes us clean. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-B-S-E. God richly bless you.